Why are women so quick to dismiss their friends but won't dismiss a man for dragging them through the mud? I don't know about y'all, but this season in my life, I have really been going through some transitional changes with my friends. Right now, I am doing me. Y'all the only girls I talk to every week, really. (laughs) And I had a situation, I guess, recently, late last year with a friend where I guess I did something to her and she just straight cut me off and we still have yet to talk about it. She won't let me apologize to her. She won't talk to me. But me and her have a long history and I know situations where she's had with men where these guys have dogged her out and they've always gotten the benefit of the doubt. And our first argument, our first disagreement, she just straight cut me off. You know, that brings the question of why are women harder on their friends than they are their men? I actually have a lot of friends, more than I think the average person. They range from, like, knowing people from elementary school to middle school and especially high school. And out of all of the friends that I have, I can only say that I'm no longer friends with two of them. Both of them, I feel like, were never really my friends. Well, one isn't a friend to anyone. She's one of those people who constantly talk about her other friends to me. And I hope she listens to this because she likes to follow the things that I do anyway. Slight shade, sorry. (laughs) She would talk to me about all of her friends, like basically saying that they were fake. And one day I told her, like, if all of your friends are fake, then so are you. She didn't really have a reason to stop talking to me other than she figured out that I was no longer talking to her. And I know this sounds childish. But I found out she was talking about me behind my back like she does with all the rest of her friends. So when I heard it, I wasn't surprised. Now, I never had a conversation with her about it, mind you, never. I I haven't said anything. But I guess she figured out that, or she thinks that I'm mad at her, but I'm really not. I'm just over it. And I wasn't trying to be mean, but I'm just very, like, straightforward. My friends and I don't do that. If we have disagreements with one another, we talk about it. Like, we can even argue about it. But when I call you in two days, you are not allowed to be mad about it anymore. We feel like we're pretty much family because we've known each other for so long. If you can't tell your family or someone who comforts you in your time of need, no matter what's going on in your life, then they really shouldn't be your friends. I would say that um, I'm equally yoked when it comes to men and my friends. I'm actually much harder on men because they're men and you're like working to get a place in my life or we're developing a relationship to get a place in my life where their place is already established. Somebody stopped dating me, as a matter of fact, because um, I want to say it was one of my friend's birthdays and we had like things planned and he wanted me to change my plans so that I could be with him. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, it's my friend's birthday. And he was just like, you know, your friend shouldn't be more important. And I'm like, you're not my man, first of all. Second of all, I already know who they are. I really don't know who you are. So I guess it just depends. Now, if you're one of those people who tell your friends all your business with your dude and then you get mad when your friend has an opinion about what's going on in the situation, I don't think that's the reason to be mad at your friend because she's only telling you what she thinks you need to hear and for your best interest. So I think people just need to check their egos. That's really what it is. Like your feelings are hurt because your homegirl is telling you what she feels you should do or say. Like you should never take that personally because your friend should always have your best interest at heart. She actually like unfriended me on social media. So I was just like, oh, okay. But again, no, no conversation has been had. So that just lets you know that you already know you were doing something wrong. But, but I think, Actually, without the conversation, I think we tell ourselves stories about the other person. Probably really don't know. And as being somebody that has been on the other end of 
the person cut me off without a conversation. Like, I really, and this has happened a couple times, so it must be something about my character. I don't know. I'm the kind of person where if I have something to offend my friend, you know, uh-huh. at least allow me to right my wrong. I can't be grown. I can't play a guessing game to try to figure your mind out. Sometimes people use silent treatment as like a manipulation tool to kind of, you know, well, I'm not going to talk, I'm going to show you how little I care about you, but it's like if you were, if you notice all those things that she did, that she unfollowed you and all that stuff, then I think it, it goes to show that maybe you wanted her to know, you know what I mean? I don't know. I just feel like it does, you don't have to argue with her about it, but you could be like, listen, I ain't fucking with you no more. I know how you are. Let that be that instead of having somebody like guess, because that's, I guess my issue is like I hate when, like, us women, we can't, like, have a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Whether you fuck with me or not at the end, at least there's an understanding or at least there was an attempt to understand. Because maybe April. she really don't know that she did that stuff. April, she doesn't know that she was been assassinating my character. I don't, well, maybe she don't know that you know. <laughs> oh, of course not. She does not know that. Of course not. <laughs> well, she then that's what I'm know. saying. Maybe you need to let her yeah. know. <laughs> she doesn't know that I know these things. But hmm. my point is, if I was to tell her what I know, she would just say, that is not true. I was caught up in some some bullshit last year where I confided in a friend, right, about a concern I had for another friend. Mm-hmm. It, I wasn't talking about her like a dog. I wasn't. I was just like, oh, you know what, I'm really concerned because, you know, bing, bang, boom, right? So when that girl I confided in got mad at me, she went and told the other girl everything that I had said. And I don't know how she flipped it, but the girl just stopped talking to me. I don't even know specifically what she's mad about. Right. After they stopped talking to me, I did unfriend them because it was very hurtful to see them all posted up on Facebook. I'm trying to communicate with you. You don't want to talk to me. I don't know why. It is a manipulation tool. And in the person like myself who really do care about her friends and really wouldn't want to do anything intentional to hurt my friends, I had to get that out of my space. If, unless you had the conversation, you can't tell yourself that story that she she's doing that to be spiteful because maybe she's doing it because she's hurt. I'm just playing devil advocate here. What kind of levels of friendship do you have nowadays? My level of friendships are actually sisterhood. Um, we are, we've surpassed friends. They are my sisters, and that's just the bottom line. Sometimes, you know, I wish I had, like, long-lasting friendships that last through, like, childhood and stuff. But actually, I realized that my friends that I was with, they weren't on the same level as I was as far as, like, how I wanted my career and things like that. They stuck doing mediocre shit. And what they say, people who don't do enough. (laughs) I just feel like I needed to be around people that more – have the same mindset as myself. And I like chopping it up with the Prina, even though she's way out in Long Island. It's good. You know, I like connecting with her through social media and us having our texts and our conversations and stuff because she's in the same, you know, that I'm in as far as career goes. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like none of my friends could understand that shit. And I had to be like, you know what, God, you are pushing me to do other things. So let me be embraceful and let me allow new friendships to form. You feel me? How how have things been with you, Caprina, and, and your friendships? Let me tell y'all. <clears throat> okay. So she cleared her throat for that one. <laughs> she did. 
Let me go back because y'all got deep in a in a conversation about how y'all quick to forgive. You know, you don't forgive friends. So I wanted to give a little insight on that part. So I was searching around looking to see if I could see any proof or I don't know maybe some Twitter updates where a lot of people kind of kind of make this explanation on how women are so quick to forgive men, boyfriends, or whoever, but you know, they quickly dismiss their girls or homegirls or whatever the case may be. You always see these statuses on on your on Facebook or on Twitter where people are always talking about how they gonna cancel somebody or they cutting off their family members, their mama, cutting off their sisters, whoever it is. All because they like hurt them or offended them. A dude that's probably broke your spirit, cheated on you dogged you out, embarrassed you, or violated the heck out of you because he giving you that penis, you're going to easily, quickly forgive them, yet you're still in a three-month feud with your mama or your sister. And it's like your man could cuss you out, belittle you. One little good morning take, everything is forgotten. You forget everything that happened. But as soon as you see I see Clara at the family reunion, you mad all over again, want to fight her. It has to be the those emotional or those sexual uh, connections sexually through that man. And so that has to have some type of control in you. And when it comes to female friends or family members, sometimes that betrayal can feel a little bit worse, maybe because they are family or maybe they are so close to you when they hurt you, so therefore you hold on to that grudge forever. But it being a dude, you would just, oh, okay, it's cool, it's cool, whatever, whatever, you know. And I don't know why it seems like that sometimes, but there's no explanation for it. But for some reason, women tend to see uh, friendships as replaceable and men as more permanent. Why, I don't know. When the fact is, even when that man is gone, even when that man cheat on you, even when that man do whatever the hell he do to make you be mad about life and want to die, it's going to be your friends, it's going to be your family, it's going to be your sisters that's there to comfort you, you know. And, yes, it could be the sex. And, you know, even me, sometimes I have to remind myself now at, at 34, as much as I love my husband, even if he ever hurt me or left me, I know that my best friends is going to be the only motherfuckers I have and my sisters, my mama, whoever, that's going to easily be like, all right, we got you, this is nothing. You know, we could, you know, fact is, we really, as women and probably even as men sometimes, we all haven't been taught the right way to forgive, just like we haven't been taught the right way to love each other. And, like, for example, I, I forgive a little bit differently, too, because when I forgive my husband for some shit I don't like or he said or, like, stuff in the past, it's like I never, ever forget it. And females do this in relationships, too. You say, yeah, okay, I forgive you, woo-woo, but... You still have that list compiled in your head, and you keep on wanting to bring up that stuff you said that you forgave somebody about. But when it's your friend and y'all get beefed out for a second, I can tell you some instances where I've been beefed out with my friends. I can't even tell you to this day what we was beefed out for. And we didn't call each other and say, let's meet up and talk, or we have full-fledged text conversations. Y'all know when you write each other the full paragraph. But then when y'all get face-to-face, y'all completely forget what the hell hell y'all was fighting about. When it's a real, real friendship, y'all forget what y'all was even fighting about. But let it be a man or a long-term relationship or whatever, you tell him, oh, I forgive you, but you still bring that shit up when you get mad. When we forgive people, the proper way to do that is to forgive somebody, explain to that person, look, this hurt me. This is why it hurt me. 
um, let's try not to do this again and did not bring it up again because every time you bring it up again, you're kind of reminding yourself and you're reminding that person of, like, something bad. You know what I'm saying? It's just like saying, Rem- remember that time I stepped on your foot three years ago? Yeah, bitch, I remember. You know, it's like you keep on bringing up something. If it's something in the past, that's where it needs to be, you know, that's where it needs to stay. I mean, now I have no problem cutting somebody off if they don't really mesh well with my energy and my space. You know, I really just don't have time for toxic people in general nowadays. Um, And I just have to remind myself sometimes that friendships and loyalships usually last longer than men ever will. And sometimes you got to keep reminding yourself that. And so when you ask, like, what levels of friendships do I see myself having now, like what I say that I have now, at this point, I really only have, like, really my, my, my best, best friend has been my friend since I was 14, the mother of my goddaughter. She she really knows too, too much, like, that my sisters don't even know. So, but everyone else is just like, you know, I, I think, for example, I mean, Ashley, you know a lot of my friends back home. But uh-huh. I feel like most of my friends back home, they treat me differently ever since I left Detroit because it, our friendship was a certain type of friendship that I can't even describe to a people and they won't even understand it. It was like, if I got it, you got it. If I ain't got it, we all ain't got it. If I eat, we all eat. If you go, I'm going. That's the type of friendship it was. I could go over somebody's house and never call them or text them. Walk in your house, go through your phone, go through your refrigerator, call your mama and sit over your house when you're not even there. Like, that's the type of friendship I had. It just seems that as soon as I left Detroit, every single one of my friends, Every single one of them was pissed at me when I left Detroit because I was going with with Chris. Each one, I mean, y'all could see the past messages. Everybody deleted me off of Facebook, blocked me from Facebook. Like, everybody was literally pissed off because I was leaving Detroit to be with Chris. It, It was the most confusing thing I could never understand in my life. Like, how could somebody be that close to you but yet, not be your friend at all once you leave Detroit. And I just knew it was going to be like, I just knew it was going to be like, friends will come visit me, friends going to come, we're going to talk every day. And it was nothing like that. It took maybe two, three years before the first person even come visit me. And even when they first came visit me, they one of them was still beefed out with me, you know. And then when they came to visit me, we just act like, Nothing was wrong, you know, and, and it's like stuff has never been the same. And now the only way I know about their lives or know what's going on in their life, you know, I got to hack their phone or find out shit from other people, you know, like finding out that somebody engaged, somebody getting cheated on, somebody was getting dogs, somebody was doing X, Y, Z for a nigga and they wasn't doing shit for them. Like I had to find out all this other stuff through people and through my resource because I'm a hacker, but. I had to find out. I had to find out all this stuff on my own because, for some weird reason, people think that when you marry or when you're in a relationship, you judging people. I'm getting told that I'm judging somebody for X, Y, Z, or they didn't want to tell me because I'm judged. I don't. I ain't never judged nobody in in my life. Why would I judge you? I didn't probably get more whole shit than the average person. Why I'm judging you on anything? That's not the type of person mm. I am. You're a female going to be a female. At the end of the day, you're going to have to 
accept people who are your friends for who they are. And if you do not want to accept them, then you're not going to be their friend. Plain and simple. But I accept people for who they are. Don't matter what their sexual preference is, don't matter how they get down and freak down, don't matter. And those friendships I had back in Detroit, they all changed. But I still have a, a loyalty to my friends either way just because of the seniority. And I know it seems weird, but if Lauren was getting married tomorrow or getting an engagement party tomorrow, I will cash out my savings and be in Detroit in an instant. You know, if something happened to Daisha or my goddaughter tomorrow, I will be there in an instant. That's the only reason why ever since I've left Detroit, I've been to Detroit four to five times a year every year, every year, consistently. And it's not that same way. It's not that same reversal. Um, when it comes to me, and that's why I've always felt some type of way when I see my friends go out of town and they, like, either try to hide those posts from me or hide those pictures because they know they're going out of town, but they ain't coming to see me. Nobody came to see me in Florida. I stayed there for five years, the best freaking state in the United States, but they came when I got married, so I guess I could forgive them. You know, one, <laughs> they came to visit me one time when I lived in New York, and that's about it. Everything else is pulling teeth. You know, and I ain't had no job all these years. I've been going to school and stuff. I've been, you know, hustling and scamming family members to get me to come to Detroit, and I done made it away. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> but they'll, they'll, those same people, they have no problem, you know, uh, Marcus, for instance. He went to Atlanta two or three times for a nigga. He drove straight through Florida and passed my house. You know, while we were still friends. You know what I'm saying? Marcus, you're like, listening. She, she calling you up right now. Trust, they ain't even listening to this. I'm just saying, they not they probably not even listening to this either because you know, I gotta teach them how to even what what a podcast is. So that's why I say even nowadays it's a different level of friendship I have with people because I really truly need people that's on the same level because yes, I still have party prina hanging at my ankles, but at the end of the day, I'm not really party prina no more. I know more than I knew back in the day. I'm just Pretty saying, I didn't bend my friend. You should <laughs> my friend. I swear to God, because <laughs> But listen, though, how about we about to get on a whole other subject, but it's still the same thing, right? How about the girls who get a boyfriend and can't be with their friends no more? Exactly. Like, exactly. what? Let me tell you, I done got cussed out or beat out with one of my friends, with me and one of, uh, it's actually me and Prina's friends. Right. She was so mad at me because I was like, that doesn't mean that you can't go anywhere or do anything because you got a boyfriend. I have another friend like that, too. My friend, you know, used to be like that. Like, whenever she got a man, she could not do shit. Like, come on, sis. You can still live. You have to have activities. I'm, I'm positive you have activities outside of Chris Prina, right? Yeah, of course. I have to. If so, you don't, and I'm not, you're going to lose yourself. Yeah, yeah you're going to lose yourself. And I'm not even, I'm not talking about her current situation. I, I totally love her, her boo. But I'm saying just period. Right. We cannot, you cannot lose yourself when you get in a relationship. Because then once, if you guys break up, you're not going to know what to do with yourself. You're really going to be depressed because you don't have no hobbies. You cut off all your friends. They done made other plans with other people because they used to you saying that you can't do it. What this all makes me think of is how different men are in their friendships. Like when men be, they don't really be. They move on very quickly when they have an agreement with their friends. Yes, they do. And a part of it is ego. They don't want to seem like they weak for, for being hurt or upset of something that their friend did. But 
they are quick to be like, nah, because you said blah, 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 and they'll just tell them whatever the issue was, and then they be like, all right, well, it's cool. But that's because men are not taught to display emotion or feeling, so you have to think about that, too. So they kind of feel like that's something, that's them being weak or something. Not all, but majority. A man usually don't even, don't stop being friends with or stop hanging with their boys when it comes to them having a girlfriend or having a girl. You right. know, unless they're those type of dudes that just have that type of uh, needy personality, because some dudes do have that needy personality where they're just paranoid, because I I had that relationship where when I was with my ex that I always talk about for three years, that was a dope dealer, and I was like 17 to 20 dating him, and he was an older man. I did not hang around my friends at all. That was about the time I just got finished being, I mean, I just became friends with Lauren because I was working at Sears. And so I didn't really get to hang out with her hard, literally, until I turned 20 years old, you know. And I missed the birth of uh, my friend's date, the second child, because I literally really could not talk to any of my friends while I was with him because he always used to try to use the phrase, birds of a feather flock together, or I couldn't hang with my cousins. Like, he always used to make it seem like, oh, you want to hang with your single friends because you want to be act like you're single and all this. But the fact was, and I found out after we broke up and years later, that he was the one having other side chicks and having girls or whatever the case may be. So it's like when people tell you somebody is on you that hard and worried about who you with and who you talking to all the time, they have some personal insecurities and or they're trying to hide something that they're doing on their own. You have to still be your own person. It's about sharing your life with somebody because um, you still have to um, be you after the relationship is over with. The girls of this podcast, we don't put penis over our friends. Okay. Exactly. So that is the bottom line. And if you move to another city to be with uh, Chris, obviously you guys had some type of, not some type, but you had like a strong trust level in him already. So you knew how things would play out. And even if they didn't play out the way that you thought or hoped they would be, I think that you are strong enough to find your way wherever you are anyway. So good move on both of y'all parts. I had a long period of time where I was just like, Estes dudes, if they could be like Estes females, I could do the same thing. You know, I had a point where I was just, I had no love for these hoes. That's how I felt. You know, that whole period between like 20 and 25 before I met Chris, I really didn't care. I was a woman scorned. Um, that could kind of play into why I'm so nonchalant now. Like, you know, I love my husband to death because of so much stuff I've seen and been through. And on top of my mama being married three times, it's not like I'm a be like one of those women in a Lifetime movie and it's the end of the world and I'm going to die if I don't have my husband because my husband cheated on me, I'm going to shoot him up. No, baby, baby boy. Baby boy. boy. I am fine. Like, (laughs) do what you do because I can do me too. Like, you know, I no longer have that feeling like it's the end of the world and I want to die because I've had that feeling. And so now I always be thinking, like, look at you living and shit. Like, you yeah. thought you was going to die when you was with that dude, but look at you. You know, and so that's the thing that can always keep me, me going. Today's girl code is if you have real friends, they are the ones that support you through breakups, depression, and family drama. So appreciate your friends and value their support and be understanding of their mistakes. When it comes to family, they don't always be your family. 
yeah, you could you could say I ain't gonna be around them. Yeah, you could say, oh, I'm mad at her. But family is gonna be family, and you already know, like the the pain that they come with. You know, majority yes. time what they've been through. So it's okay for you to be like, okay, I, it's okay to love your family at a distance. You know, because you, you know they're still yours. <laughs> exactly. I wrote this blog called Family Ties, and I was talking about how hard we are on our family members when at the end of the day they are still just people, just like yes. everybody else. Yeah. You may have blood connections, but they are still humans. They are just people doing the best that they can, and they make mistakes too. So we got to forgive them too, just like we would want that same forgiveness. Girl coach. Have you ever had a friend that um, violated you to a point where you had to literally cut them off? Was it a big violation? Like they tried to, I don't know, get with a dude that you was with? Or is there anything like real major thing that happened that made you really cut a female off? You know what? I actually had a friend try to get with somebody that I was in a relationship with before, and I did not cut them off as a friend. However, <laughs> as I explained earlier, I had to cut somebody off because they were assassinating my character, and that I take very personally, very seriously. You have no, um, no, you have no good intentions for me. At yeah. the end of the day, I don't have a shortage of friends. I don't have a shortage of family. I don't have a shortage of anything. Not even abundance. Like I have no yeah. shortages. I'm, I'm overflowing with a lot. So, I just feel like. You know, sometimes you just have to let people figure things out for themselves. But at the end of the day, I feel at 35 or 34-ish, if you don't know how to take accountability for your actions, then there's issues way bigger than a friendship that you have going on. I know sometimes I can say things harshly. And I tell my friends, if I say something and you don't like it, please tell me right away because I'll just continue on thinking that it was nothing wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Reputation is everything, and it it's really one is. thing for sure. Like I said, I mean, like I told y'all about my past life, but when I was doing that shit, girl, did nobody know I was doing what I was doing? Right. Or when I was doing <laughs> Can no dudes <laughs> in the city of Detroit pop up and be like, yeah, Prina, this, this, and this. We either just not, not one single one of a will say that or can say that because Same. that's just not how I roll. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel you, but I'm always about character. That's why people don't be understanding, but, like, when I tell people I'm going to do something, I do it. If I promise yes. you something, I do it because I don't want nobody to be like, the Prina always talks of shit, but she don't ever do it. The Prina a liar. Like, I don't know why, but I just don't like somebody to look at me like I'm not trustworthy. Right. I, I don't know. It's just the worst thing ever. I, I do not like it. It's important. So, you you yeah. live your whole life, you know, learning about yourself and about people, and the last thing you want someone to do is get it misconstrued, especially when you're doing the best that you can. So, no. Mm-mm. Right. Exactly. So, um, I know in the past, and I know it's crazy because I actually had this conversation with my sisters the other day about, you know, taking advice from other people um, because I personally have never, like, taken advice from my friends about, somebody I'm dating, about my man, because I feel like you can dish out advice all day, every day, but at the end of the day, you're still going to do what you want to do because you still need to learn your own lesson. Yeah, girl. You know, like my sister, she tried to get mad the other day and say, oh, my cousin will be rolling over in the grave if he knew that his 
21-year-old daughter was living with a dude and X, Y, Z, and I'm like, hey, sir, you live with a dude from the age of 20 to fucking 25. <laughs> Just because you did not change his address do not mean that you didn't live there. And you beefed with my mama the whole time. Oh, you wow. did what you wanted to do at the end of the day. Same yes. thing with me. I was over freaking Spencer House every single day from the year of my senior year in high school all the way until I was 20 years old and never changed my address. But I was over his house every single day despite what anybody said, despite what friendship says, despite what anybody said, had to say. I did what I wanted to do at the end of the day, but I had to learn those lessons. So would you say that you take advice from your friends when it comes to uh, your man or somebody you dating, or do you just like to ask them, well, what's your opinion on it just to hear what they got to say? I do ask um, the opinion of a few people, um, and but they know that I'm still going to do whatever it is that I want to do. Like, I may keep it into consideration. I might even use it, but we know that I'm going to do whatever it is that I want to do. But as long as you accept that as my friend, and the same thing goes for them asking me. I'm going to tell you, but I know that you're going to do what you want to do, which is fine. But, you, you know, sometimes you just want to hear a second opinion. Sometimes... A second opinion may alter the way you handle things, but you are going to do what you what you want to do. But that's what your friends are for. Your friends are to coach you in the right direction. You know what I mean? You shouldn't be offended that they say something that you don't like. That that's not their job to tell you things that you want to hear all the time. Because if that's the case, they manipulate manipulating you basically. So right, exactly. Yeah. So you got to respect that. You got to respect their honest friends, especially if you ask them. Yeah, that's true. Just like my sister was saying the other day, because, you know, I got my sister doing this challenge, my older sister doing this challenge, where I make her give me a video every week so she can learn social no. media more. <laughs> so she made this video on her page, and it related to the same conversation I had with her about, you know, people going to do what they want to do. And she was saying, you know, everybody don't deserve your two cents. Like, yeah, you might give it to them. Yeah, you might think it's good advice. But maybe sometimes everybody don't deserve your two cents, whether it's good or bad. But you can give it to them if you want to, you know. Right. <laughs> but That's your choice. Yeah, exactly. Donate that exactly. change. <laughs> if it makes you feel better that you at least said something, go ahead and make yourself feel better that you at least, you know, gave somebody some advice. These relationships, friendships, situationships, they all... <laughs> <laughs> they all they all relationships. Yeah, they're all complicated, and it's always going to be be something. So that's why it's always it's always going to be good topics to talk about when it comes to our relationships with friends and with men. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. All right, y'all. So we'll go ahead and end this podcast. We want to thank everybody for listening, and of course, shout out to our supporter. Don't forget that if you guys want to support us, our podcast. You guys can just click the link in the description. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, right, Ashley? What's that Instagram name? Our Instagram name is Kisses and Convos, K-I-S-S-E-S-A-N-D-C-O-N-V-O-S. All right, y'all, it's been a good talk. I done got some very insightful lessons that I've learned from both of you, but we'll have to catch up next week. All right, April, we holler at you again. You know, we love to have those conversations when it comes to relationships. We like to interview 
you know, we want to interview those single men out there. So if you're listening to this or maybe your girl or your friend got you listening to this, you are a single man, feel free to also send us emails and we can definitely interview you no matter where you live at, what state, what country you live in. We also want to do that. Make sure you follow uh, April online at April Frank Lee, L-I-E. And you can follow me online, of course, at Prina on Air. And Ashley, what's your tag on Instagram? Ashley Ray 817, A-S-H-L-E-Y-R-A-E-817. All right, y'all. So thank you for listening. Bye, Ashley. Bye, Trina. Bye, listeners. Smooches.